Blog Talk Radio. Once again, to chatting with Dr. Leonard Richardson. Now, unfortunately, there's been some last-minute adjustments and readjustments. The show's not going to be for a full hour today, and because we are on some adjustments, we were able to get a hold of Dr. Richardson, but we weren't able to keep the line open. We lost his connection. So we'll continue after this, and Dr. Richardson, I know, is listening and you will pick up with it next week. Next week, we'll be back on our regular full schedule, the full hour. But today, we have some tidbits and some memories we'll talk about. We also lost contact with our contacts on Cayman Islands. But nevertheless, we'll pick it up and move forward. Now, I have some exciting news to share with you because I want to thank you, thank you, thank you, our listening audience, because you've been very, very supportive of us. Now, here's some statistics I want to share with you because this is impressive. I am so grateful and thankful to you for what you are doing to support us because without you, this show has no meaning. Well, it has meaning to me, but I'd like to share it with our audience. Now, here's what happened. Back in January 28th, the last day or the last Saturday of the month, we had a total of 213 call it within the last 30 days, from December to January. And we had a total of 3,797. Now, today is February, February 25th. And guess what? We now have had 452 callers in the last 30 days and a total of 4,227 listeners. I said callers, I meant to say 420, 452 Listeners and 400. No, I'm so excited. I can't even get it straight. 4,227 listeners. Now, where are these listeners listening from? Well, we have some brand new listeners listening in from where? Brazil, Canada, Mexico, Dominican Republic, and the Netherlands. And of course, we have our regular listeners who listen in Australia, Denmark, France, New Zealand. Ukraine, the United Kingdom, the United States, the Virgin Islands, the Cayman Islands, and, of course, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Wow, that is impressive. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, let's go ahead and get the show on the way because we are a half an hour today rather than a full hour. We have two people on the line. I hope you can help others to call in. Our number is 347-237-4374. Now, let's go ahead and take a call of friend. I believe Eddie. Eddie, are you there on the line? Yes, I'm on uh, ETN. Good morning. Well, go ahead, Eddie. Good morning, and thank you for calling in. I'm glad to have you back. Tell our audience what you'd like to share about growing up in St. Thomas. Well, um, uh, maybe a little bit of uh, family history at first. Um, uh, the Van Beaver House name and where I came from. Um, based on research that I've, I've um, seen and uh, done and and, and 
things I've seen online. Um, the name seems to have come from um, an area of the Netherlands called Beverland. It's in the south of the Netherlands, oh. and it's an area where the um, the dikes are famous for being. And basically, it trans- translates to Beaver's Land. And so the Beaver part of it, uh, um, you know, um, uh, in, of the name, uh, refers to, to the Beavers of, of, of the Netherlands. Now, uh, oh. the, the, yeah, the, um, as far as, as uh, coming down to the Caribbean, the earliest um, recorded um, use of the name or presence of the name um, in, in, in the Caribbean was um, in the uh, 1600s, um, and that was on the Dutch islands of um, St. Justatius and uh, Saba. <coughs> and then the first, um, the first uh, uh, Van Beaverhouse who came to the Danish West Indies was in uh, 1673. Um, an Angle Van Beaverhout, um his name is show, shows up in uh, court records um, from October 1673. And then my my um, direct ancestors, <clears throat> my um, sixth great grandfather um, came to St. Thomas in um, in the late 1600s also. Uh, the late 1680s, and um, the family has been here in, in the islands ever since. Um, some of the it was it was four four Van Beaverhout siblings uh, came to St. Thomas at that time. There was Lucas, and he is the one that is is actually most prominent in the terms of um, the plantations. He had a, a large plantation on the eastern end of St. Thomas. Um, in what we now know as the state Nazareth. And his uh, grandson, uh, his son, uh, Adrian, um, took over when he died. And then Adrian's uh-huh. son took over, um, who was also named Lucas, took over um, in the third generation. And Lucas, Lucas II um, moved to St. Croix. And the family was dominant in St. Croix also for a period of time. Um, my um, uh, my sixth great great grandfather was um, um, uh, Claudius Van Beaverhout, and um, his line also moved to St. Croix. And um, my my great uh, grand great grandfather um, uh, was born on St. Croix, and uh, oh. actually. Yeah, eventually he um James Esley Van Beaverhout. He was born in Saint Croix in eighteen forty three. And uh sometime after that he moved to Saint Thomas and the family has been on Saint Thomas ever since. Now um my well, grandfather was well, uh, one of the Oh no, one second please. With the name yeah. Van Beaverhout, this is a very common name here in Saint Thomas and my guest George right. right now, particularly on Saint Croix. So what do Van Beaverhout be all related one way or another? Do you know? Um, it's possible. Um, I I don't have any, any real information on that. Um, okay. Yeah, there are a lot of Van Beaverhout on St. Thomas and um, and also in in in, um, in New Jersey. Um, some of the early Van Beaverhout moved to to to, um, 
to New Jersey during the American colonial days, and they have and even house in New Jersey also. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, coming but back you to know, my, your um, generation. Oh no! One second. Your generation certainly has made a mark. Your dad had the garage. You have been well indoctrinated and working within government. Your brother is working within government. You guys are leaving a mark in St. Thomas. I'm so glad you can call in and share with us what you all have done. So continue. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, um, in one of your previous um, shows with uh, Dr. Richardson, you had made mention of um, the stationary store across from the apothecary hall. Um, well, okay. comes to find out yes. uh, that that building, the uh, the building where the stationary store was, um, was bought yes. by my grandfather in the um, in around uh, 1912. Um, he bought wow. that store, and it was it was the Van Beeverhout Dry Goods Store. And I have a picture, thanks oh. to the French uh, Heritage Museum, I have a picture of of the store with uh, my grandfather's name um, uh, etched on the, the the wall above the doors. And oh, okay. In, yeah, in the um, in the uh, let's see, 1934. Um, my grandfather Ernest and and uh, grandmother Elisa, they moved permanently to Venezuela, and at that time, um, my grandfather sold his uh, store to A. H. Reese. So now it is part of of the A. H. Reese um, uh, property on Main Street. Well, let me ask you this. But from excuse me, excuse me. Let me ask you this: Is that stationary store <clears throat> the same store that was also the not a candy shop, but a toy store toward the back? Yes, yes. Of course, what was... Yeah, I, re- okay. I remember okay. going there. I remember it. Yes. Yeah. By the airplane. Yeah, Jerry. The, the right, by airplane. model airplanes. <laughs> model airplanes, model yes. cars. <laughs> yeah, that was a favorite hangout of mine during the 1950s and early 60s. Same <laughs> here. Yes, okay. I know it well. Very good. Continue, yeah, then, uh, yeah, um, around 1930, my father became interested in, in, in auto mechanics, and um, he bought, in uh, 1937, he bought um, a, an existing garage called uh, 300 Garage, which was um, somewhere beyond the, uh, on, on the western side of uh, uh the garden, the um, what do you call it? The uh, market square. It was. I'm not sure exactly oh, which square. building, okay. but it's somewhere oh, in, in, the west of the market yes. square. And um, yes, he eventually um, moved the, his um, auto repair shop to a building behind the market square, directly behind the market square Whoa. to the north of the market square. Today that, so today back that a building so he, had, he had one yeah. Excuse me, Arnold. He had one before he moved to the one behind the Martin Square. The one that's just touching on the on the suburbs or on the border of Savannah. That was the second yeah, shop. So that, that's the one that I knew when I was growing up. Right. That's the okay, second good. shop. And he, the first shop I don't know yeah, about. He, um, okay. 
Yeah, the other one, I don't know exactly where it was located, other than it was somewhere to the west of the Market Square. Okay. And then my, when my father, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, when my father retired in nineteen um, in nineteen sixty nine, um, several of the business, uh, businesses went into there. One of them was a Shinnery's Coffee Shop, and there was another oh, yeah. um, another, mm-hmm. another cafeteria that was there. I think uh, Shabazz or something like that. And currently, that Shabazz, building yeah, is occupied. Yeah. And currently, that building is occupied by uh, Munson's Grocery. Yes, so it, it, it it's is. a little unneighborhood <laughs> grocery store presently. The building is still there, but the history lives on. My goodness. Right. Yes. Right. Well, Honor, right. thank you very much. Hang on. Stand, stand by, please. I have another call on the sure. line. You're welcome to stay by because stand by because I work, I'll be coming back to you. But let me go ahead and okay. uh, invite my other caller. Teria, a lady who is from St. Thomas, been away 26 years, and is now back. So, Teria, good afternoon, and welcome. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you, Etienne, for having me on this show, and thank you to the other um, caller. I can't remember, can't remember your name, but the, the oh, history no. oh, no. that you're... Yes. The, the history that you're sharing is so rich and so powerful because, of course, you know, these are things, you know, from way before, you know, I was born, and I just love, love hearing the history of the Virgin Islands. Yeah, you know, because you see, you see yeah. all these places and you see all these buildings and everything, and you, you, you know, you just don't know, you know, how they came to be, or you hear the family name and you don't know the history of the family name. I've heard about the Van Beeverhals. I probably know some as well, but to know the origin of the name, where they came from, how they came to be in the Virgin. Islands and to have that rich history is just awesome. Fantastic. You know, that leads into your family or whatever you want to talk about. What what memory do you want to share with us today? Well, well, actually, I'd like to share a nostalgic memory, actually. Yesterday, I had the opportunity to have lunch down at Frenchtown, I think the restaurant is Hook, Line, and Sinker. Now, I'm originally yes, from the true. Virgin Islands, but I've lived abroad in the Maryland, D.C. area for about 25, 26 years now. And even though okay. I come back home often to the Virgin Islands, Frenchtown isn't a place that I frequent, you know, often, you know. And I went down okay. there and I had dinner last night, like I mentioned, at the Hook, Line, and Sinker. And I was amazed. I was impressed uh, about all the <laughs> restaurants, you know, and how yes. nice everything is built up around the yes. French town area. Now, the memory that I would like to share as a little girl, I used to go down to French town every Saturday with my dad. So okay. that's where my dad okay. would buy his fish. So he would wake me up on Saturday mornings at, at around five thirty, six yes. o'clock, and I'm a huge daddy's girl, okay? So anyone knows me, <laughs> you know, I'm always in tow to this day, you know, to this day, I'm always in tow yes. with my dad. And he would wake me up as a little okay. girl, 
and take me down to Frenchtown, and there we would watch the fishermen early on Saturday morning, like 6 o'clock, 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, and they would be bringing in the boats with the fish, and they'll bring in the fish, they'll bring in the conks, they'll bring in crabs, the lobsters, and, of course, they were still alive. You know, so can you imagine for me as a kid, that was a big deal for me to see, you know, live fish and the fish are still jumping, you know, in the boat and the lobsters yes. are walking around and, you know, just to know that we're going to go home and eat this stuff, right? And, and after that, he used to take me to a little park in Frenchtown to play at the park, yes. and the park is still there. So I saw the park yes. yesterday. While I was there as well, yes. so you know, it it brought back so many pleasant yes. memories for me. You know, as wow. a child, I was just like, wow. Amazing. So I'm really happy and I'm really proud to see that they um, wow. preserve. You know, the area. You know, a lot of the the original buildings, the structures, you know, are still there. Of course, you know, they've added some new things, but to know that the park that I played yes. with played in as a little girl is still there, you know, was just absolutely amazing to me. Wow. So needless to you say, know, I'm going to enjoy being back on the island. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Now, with those memories, you have enough content to put it into a book. So next question is, when is your Virgin Island book going to come out? What's your response? Um, what, was, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> the question was... The question is, yeah, the question was, now that you have all those memories about being a little girl here on St. Thomas, when are those memories going to come out in the form of a book? A oh, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> that's a great question. I don't know. That's like food for thought, Etienne. That's food for thought. Yes. I'm, 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 pretty, okay. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that I have enough, you know, memories and content oh, yeah. to share because I had oh, yeah. so much fun as a little girl yeah. growing up in the islands. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Living in Savan. Um, I'm not too far from oh, yeah. Dion's gut, you know, and as a little girl, once again, yeah. I always in tow with my dad. You know, we had a drug, yeah. we had a, um, a doberman right. pincher, so he'll take me around there to walk the dog. Yeah. And, of course, you know, when it rained a lot, oh, yeah. the gut would get full. And there were mudfish, oh, yeah. you know, so I get the chance to see the mudfish. Yeah. I was that tomboy little girl yeah. who would catch the tadpoles and bring <laughs> the tadpoles home inside the house, not thinking that after a while they turn into frogs, right? <laughs> so you I did imagine. I did the same thing in my mother's yard. Yes, just imagine my mother having a fit, you know, that she has a house full of frogs in an aquarium. So, yes, I had a wonderful childhood growing up. Thank you. Let me share that with you for a minute. I did the same thing. On Hot Road, went to my friend's house, and I found out he had a little stream coming down from the hills, and there was a little puddle there. We saw all these frogs and tadpoles along there, and I said, oh, look at those fish, look at those fish. I didn't know they were tadpoles. I caught a whole bunch of them, brought them home. So proud that I got them, put them in a the jar. They're going to become my pets. So in the jar, when they morphed to, to pathway, they jumped out. And they were all over the backyard. So my mother went to put clothes on the line. She said, this thing jumping on her feet. She was freaking out. <laughs> and, of course, the only one who could have done that was me. As a little boy in the house, so I really got in big time trouble. <laughs> I could laugh at it now, but it wasn't laughing at it at the time. 
I was about what eight, nine, ten years old at the boat. <laughs> Interesting. Wow, wow, wow. Well, that's good. I appreciate you calling in. You're welcome to stay on the line. Let me go back to Arno. Arno, any comment? Any similarities there? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, growing up on St. Thomas, um, yeah, I have a lot of, of very nice memories of the areas where I lived and, and, and neighborhoods. Uh, when I was born in 1950, um, my parents um, and my three older sisters uh, were living in, in what I call the DeCaster House. It's, it's a yellow brick, um, a two-story yellow brick building. It's rather prominent on Garden Street um, to the south of um, of uh, All Saints School, and that's where my family lived for a few years. And then um, after that, we rent, we rented um, the second floor of what's called a Pettit House. It's a big house up on Denmark Hill, um, and at that time, Denmark, the that's where was, I remember you. Yeah. Right. Excuse yeah. Excuse that's where me. where we we yeah, had contact when we grew up. Right, yes. right, High Road. Yes. Yeah, yes. that building at the yes. time in the mid mid uh, 50s to mid 60s when we lived there, um, it was owned by the Francois family and uh, my family yes. rented the second floor from them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I remember going picking mangoes along High Road and I looked down right, right. above your house at the lookout point. I would sit there and look down. I saw you playing around, although I didn't really know you. I wasn't allowed mm-hmm. to go into people's houses. I didn't know, so I stayed on the outside. I saw you and your brothers, but I didn't remember. What I do remember is when you came down the steps going to Catholic school, you'd have to pass my house, and I would wave to you, and I think you wave back. But that's as far as our interaction goes <laughs> in those days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here we are now, still adults in St. Thomas, still in St. Thomas as adults. Wow, wow, wow. Right, it's, it's still, it's yeah, yeah, I was going to say it's so interesting that um, our our paths crossed without us even knowing that, actually. We're not knowing it exactly, exactly. And I want to go back to, to, to Rio for a minute and share something else that caused our paths to cross. Now, to Rio, I didn't know you as an adult until you we met, what, about two weeks ago. But what I did know is your dad and I used to play at the other end of the barn where that's to guard it. It connects with Fibon Hill. I was at the Fibon Hill, the lower part of Fibon Hill. That was my playground. And then these homemade cars, like everybody else was doing, I didn't know how to put brakes in like the other kids did. So when the cars were coming up the hill, I would go over to the gut, use my feet as brakes. And as you know, when there's force going down, feet don't work as brakes. They tumble across the user to tumble. I did a lot of tumbling in those kids' boots on my elbows and knees. But nevertheless, it was all part of the fun. So, yes, that's kind of how I, I met your dad and knew about your dad because Kimi, as we used to call him in those days, was one of the guys who would hang out there with us. And it was kind of fun. It really was fun. <laughs> yes, and, and this, by the way, they still do call him Timmy. And my dad have, <laughs> has so much wonderful memories you know, that he shares from his childhood. And, you know, my kids yeah, also wow. grew up here. And just to share, you know, okay. it's kind of funny to hear my dad when he talks to my kids because, you know, they're from this generation, so they're inside kids, you know. Yeah. They don't go outside. Yeah. <laughs> they don't go outside and play. So my dad yeah, always tells exactly. them all the time, when I was your age, 
You know, we ain't had no TV, and we didn't sit inside the houses out in the yard and in the streets I used yeah. to play. And my kids yeah. just look at him like, what? The sun is hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> so he has plenty, so plenty, plenty, plenty of yeah. memories that he shares. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to Arno. I think Arno has something else he wanted to add. Arno, go ahead, please. Yeah, um... I just wanted to let your listeners know that um, I have put together a book um, uh, on my family history and also my wife, Helena Perkins, family history. And um, if anyone is interested, they can find it um, at uh, my website, which is sandcastlevi.com. 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 And, um, and you're also on it's Facebook available. In, it's available there. Um, I am going to. I have several copies in, in that I've had um, printed. I'm going to take those to uh, Pamela Richards' um, uh, uh, bookstore at the Crown Bay yes. Marina, Crown Bay Terminal, yes. and those will be available yes. in about a week um, there too. Good. Very good. Very good. Like you mentioned, I don't know, because you have preserved history, and it's in the form of a book, and I'm glad you can share it with our audience. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, Tariq, you see why we asked you about your book? Because you and your dad can compile your information and have a book available for others in the newer generation to read about. So I'm just a little bit of words and wise. That's all. I'm passing on. <laughs> Well, thank you. Like okay, I mentioned, well, let's food move for on. thought. Food for thought. <laughs> but of course, of course. All right. I'll know what else do you have, please. Um, well, uh, since you have a, a few minutes, just a, a quick uh, on on Helena's, my wife Helena Perkins' uh, family. Um, From her, her great yeah. her great grandfather her gra- grandfather. Um, uh, was a, a prominent um, barber who had his his uh, barber shop in what is now uh, known Mr. as Britannia Hall. Yes. Uh, Charles Perkins. Yes. Mr. Perkins. Yes. Charles was, yes. yes. Um, yes. His his his, um, his barber shop was in uh, Britannia Hall, and then um, Helena's uh, father, Vigo Perkins. He worked with the government for almost oh, forty years. He he was um, wow. He was. Uh, uh in, in in fact the um the main uh, purchaser of the government in other words he he did purchasing for the the VI government and um for a number of years like i said almost 40 years and then when he retired from government service he opened a small grocery store in Savan uh Perkins uh, grocery in Savan yeah. so a lot of people in I remember that know him from from there yes yes just as he turn in Savan coming up that main street from that 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 center street coming from seventy five corner to Savan. Right. The left turn and the second or the first street was his store right in the corner. Remember right. once I got myself over that way and I was out of my territory. And before I got <laughs> home my mom knew I was over there. <laughs> yes, yes. Interesting. Interesting. Well, well, well. Well we have about two minutes left. I'd like to ask each of you to uh, share some 
closing thoughts you might have. So let's go to Taria. Taria, what closing thoughts do you have you want to share with the audience, please? Okay, well, well, my closing thought, I just want to say thank you, um, Etienne, to you for hosting a, a, show, a show like this because prior to meeting you, I didn't know that your show exists. So I think it's really, really, really awesome and amazing that you have a platform like this, that you share information about the island, you know, especially for someone like myself who, like I said, I've been away for, you know, 26 years. And really, this is just um, a chance for me to relearn or know, you know, all the history on the island. And I would also like to thank our guest, Arno, for coming in and sharing his family history as well. So this is pretty, pretty amazing stuff. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. But before you go, please tell the audience, what do you do? What is your business? Okay. Um, My business, I'm a marketing consultant. And I specialize in the area of social media management and strategic planning. So I specifically work with entrepreneurs and small business owners and show them how they can use the power of social media to market their business and generate revenue, clients and revenue. So that's a little bit about what I do. Fantastic. Good timing because we're 30 seconds. I want to thank you very much, Julia Odd, for coming in, calling in. I thank you. Arnold Van Vietnam, thank you ever so much for calling in. You were on last week and you took time to be with us today. We thank you, thank you, thank you. So until next time, we want to say so long and have a healthy, memorable Virgin Island history. So long for now, folks. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs>